The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. My name is John Adekonis with the Hartford. I'm here with Gene Marks from the Marks Group. Hello, hello. And Arvel Craig, who's here to talk to us about uh, automation and chatbots. Arvel, how are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you. How are you? Awesome. Great. Thanks. Thanks for joining us today. So maybe we can jump right in. And if you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your business and and we can kind of get right into talking about what a what a chatbot is. Hey, what the heck a chatbot? <laughs> we all we all want to know. We know, right, John? Yeah. You know what this, but we're we're going to learn a little bit more. Go ahead, Arvel. Yeah, thank you. No, I'm so excited to be here, and I appreciate you guys for inviting me to to talk and talk to your audience about you know my favorite topic, which is yes, chatbot. So um, the, the company that I'm with that I started is called Chatbot Funnel. So what we do, we use chatbot to help small businesses who have a marketing funnel or a sales funnel or some kind of process where they're taking leads to kind of capture them, talk to them online, and then hopefully book a meeting and make a sale. We use chatbot technology, and we'll get into it more, to help them to kind of expedite that process. And we do a little bit of a little bit of training, a little bit of teaching as well, those who want to learn and do it themselves. Let's talk a little bit about chatbots. Now, here's my experience with chatbots, right? So like I have, um, I have a little dog who's a foster very sick little dog and and we have like all these drugs that we buy for the dog on CVS you know and um so i am constantly getting text messages from CVS saying that like lavender's prescription is due. by the way her name is lavender i did not name the dog lavender that was mm. my wife but anyway so we you know, i get these little texts saying that the, the prescription is due and then i respond back sure please renew and then then i'll get another text back oh you know you've ran out of renewals can we can we uh, contact your vet and I'll say, sure, contact my vet. And then they'll come back. We've contacted your vet and now we're going to renew. And here's, and I, I get the impression I'm not, I'm not texting with a human being. I, I, I think I'm mm-hmm. texting with a bot is one is, do you think that's <laughs> correct? And number two is, um, is that what a chat bot is? Yeah. I mean, what you described definitely sounds like some type of automation that is used to communicate to, to, to customers and, you know, at scale, it's probably not individual people able to handle those conversations. And so, yeah, no, that definitely sounds like um, a chat bot that's being used by the company. And you say that's via text, right? The SMS? It is. So th- does it have to be by text? I mean, are chat bots more of like a text messaging, you know, technology or do they use any other types of technologies? Yeah. I mean, the way I like to describe it, the simple way to understand it or describe it, I'd say is this software that communicates to people in a human-like way, somewhat in a non-formal friendly way is, you know, to me, it's any type of technology that can communicate to you in a friendly way. You know, think about the old Microsoft Clippy, remember the little clipboard, um, paper clip thing back in the eighties or nineties and Microsoft office tools, you know, to me, that was like one of the original versions of software that tried to help you in a friendly way, you know, but there's the chat box can be, I generally see them on websites. They can go through text messaging. They're now starting to show up in some social media. Um, you can also get them by voice. There's like voice bots. So it's, it's, it's all the ways we humans communicate that software is now able to interpret what people say. You don't have to like 
say it so formally, but software can like understand what you mean and respond to you in a similar way. It makes sense. It does. I, I think what would be interesting too is, I mean, when you think about that kind of interactive automation, you have to be pretty cognizant of what you want the bot to be able to do, right? Because if it's built off process and it's, it's built off expectation, it, it probably can't navigate, mm-hmm. you know, change or emotion or, or tone in the same way that a human service rep or sales rep could. So what are some mm-hmm. considerations a business might want to have before they start thinking about bot technology, like where it could go, you know, things that maybe bots aren't suited to do or more sophisticated kind of custom solutions might need to come into play? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing that businesses, small businesses need to understand, and, and I like to explain it this way, is like the, the first thing that you have to understand is that the reason why bots are popular now, uh, one of the main reasons why you, you need to like, first thing is just really just to understand or, or just believe that they're important. And the big thing is that about three, four years ago, um, statistics have shown that the way can humans communicate by messaging, they spend more time online messaging and a messenger type tools versus just browsing social media, just browsing and scrolling. It's like, that's the big thing that got me into it that I was like to address first. It's like, we're not using chat bots because they're cool. We're not using chat bots because we're geeks and we're nerds and we want to play around with stuff. We're using chatbots and automating messaging type communication because this is the way the majority of humans communicate globally. Okay, that's just the first thing I like to set the stage. This is how people talk to their friends. So why can't they talk to a business in the same channel that they talk to their friends? And businesses that allow people to talk to them in that sense are going to capture a lot more engagement, capture a lot more opportunities because they're creating less friction. People don't have to pick up a phone and call your business or fill out a long contact form and wait six hours, 12 hours, three days if you to get back to them because you're busy. I mean, that's just, that's just one thing I like to say. First of all, just so businesses understand that you are allowing people to talk to you the way they talk to their friends. Good. Okay. So that's the, that's the first thing. Okay. So, so once we establish that, and that's when like Facebook, which is, you know, you know, it's a very popular site, right? This thing called Facebook. And so in 2016, they opened up their messaging platform to allow developers and marketers to open up, like if you have a Facebook business page and people started sending messages to business pages a lot back in 2015, 2016. So that's why a lot of businesses can't keep up with all those messages, even like comments, right? Everybody's in the social media, you're posting comments. So Facebook allows businesses to now automate the responses when somebody sends their business a message on Facebook. And that's kind of, that's what got me into this 2016, 2017. So yeah, so that's more of the kind of the history. And that's why, and why we're looking for any small business that is investing into social media or or investing into driving traffic from ads, especially Facebook. Um, That's kind of like the first step, I'd say. And and like you were asking, you said earlier, we don't try to make bots answer every question because you can't do that, right? I mean, bigger companies can probably invest into that kind of machine learning, big data, scraping and knowing every, you know, thousands of conversations. So we generally don't do it that way. We kind of, we focus on sales and marketing. And what we try to do is you can think of it like a decision tree where there's, you know, yes or no, or like three, four, five options. We kind of imagine or we build out that kind of decision tree for a company. And And the main thing we're trying to figure out is what is the intent of the person, right? And then what are the problems that the company can serve or can solve? In other words, it's not an unlimited amount of path, right? It's not a customer service. You can't read your emotions. We're not here to, you know, 
fix your emotions, but a company that can do three to four to 10 different services. The goal is to, is to build out the bot so that we can figure out which of those five to 10 services that they're looking for and then quickly uh, facilitate a solution or quickly facilitate a meeting or facilitate some kind of capture so the person is qualified to talk to a live person. Putting the decision tree together, I, I realize is a whole separate thought process. You know, we're trying to figure out the people that are the questions are going to be asked and what the typical responses would be. Mm-hmm. But just starting at even starting at the very beginning, if I'm a business and I want to sort of capture these communications this way, do you find that most of your customers are doing this through a company's website? Would you recommend that a business, you know, um, set up a separate phone number that that can that can capture texts that are sent to them? Um, would you say that, you know, and let's keep Facebook aside right now, although it's, that's another big area, but where, where would I go to, to get this process started before I even consider all the different branches of a, of a tree that we would have to go down responding to certain questions, if that makes sense. The main thing I kind of do, that's kind of what we do, right? Cause most businesses, even marketers don't understand this technology fully. And so it is a real niche nuanced type of solution. What we generally try to figure out is, you know, how are your customers trying to contact you? You know, where is the opportunity? And then if you think about the, if the customer, if the company has an avatar, if they have a ideal prospect, I mean, the, the goal of the bot is to hopefully save the company some, some human time from talking to people who might not be qualified, who might not be ready. Let's take my company, for example, like we get leads um, from our website, people fill out forms. Okay. And then we also get emails, you know, that just send it like, you know, Hey, do you guys do this kind of work or we're interested in, you know, this kind of software that we sell? How would that apply in my business? Somebody makes that request. Would your, would a chat bot be part of the, you know, the response? How would that work? Yeah. I mean, the, the bot would do, if you had a bot on your website and people are looking, the goal is to, it would speed up the process. If somebody is looking to make a buying decision quickly, they would most likely be more willing to chat with someone. And if, I don't know what, what your sales team looks like, but if you find out there's somebody who They're not very fills good out looking, the form real quick or, or none of them are very know. good looking. I just want you to know. <laughs> So, but yeah, so I'm just saying that the bot is going to make the process faster. If they say, can I talk to someone now besides filling out the form and waiting? If they say, you know, I've got my credit card ready. I need help now. Hope the bot can help to distinguish that. It can book a meeting. We've got them plugged into your calendar. We've got them plugged into your your, your phone service. Got it. That's so, like the first line of opportunity. Yeah. Right. So, so specifically people come to my site, they're asking questions. I have a chat bot on my site. Somebody asks a question and then depending on you know their question, your delivery, like what a good chatbot will do, will have a you know a decision tree behind it that will then be able to read that question and maybe respond directly back without even a human from my office being involved until a human needs to be involved. Does that make sense? Right. And you would determine what are those qualifying questions. You, like, you tell me when's it worth it to buzz you at 6 p.m. at night to ring your phone that you've got a hot lead or they can just fill off information and do your standard form. But that's what we try to figure out, you know, where's the hot lead and what is, you know, what are those criteria? If it's a budget, if it's size, if it's timeline, and we lead the person, the bot leads them down that path if that's where they're going so that you know that you should be on, you, you, you should talk to this person as soon as possible. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. 
That's interesting how you kind of think about it as a lead qualifier. You know, are there ways mm-hmm. where you can think about this technology to be triggered depending on the source of traffic to a website? So, you know, if you know someone came in through like a, a shopping moment, like a paid search, lower funnel, you kind of already captured them and, and somewhat at least pre-qualified that they know what they're interested in. Um, you mm-hmm. know, can you trigger different types of engagements or even decide when and where something like this might show up? Or is it kind of once you implement it on a digital property, it's there for kind of everyone to see and the experience is the same for everybody. Yeah. And this is where, you know, some of my bias comes in and about the industry in general there, you know, if you search chatbot tools, platforms and, and builders, you'll find 50, maybe, you know, you find a hundred different. So that's the big confusion with chatbots is that there's so many different options. So the, 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 the platform that I use that I recommend for most clients, it has the ability if they came from a Google ad, to know they came from Facebook or social, you can program it. If they've come to your site three times, we can program it differently. We if they we can read their IP address, you know, you know the whole uh, Clearbit and other type of technologies that knows what IP a person's coming from, like account based marketing. We can know what what company they're coming from. So there, there are ways that for those people who want those kind of features, we can do all that with our with our with our service with our system. But many chatbot platforms are just for customer service and their customer support and their live chat. And they're, they're just not built with that marketing stack mindset. And so they don't have those kind of features, but that's just why the big, you got to figure out, find the best platform for your goals. And that's kind of a big point that, you know, you, you just don't know what, what you can do until you get the right software. Great point. Where, where do you come, um, you know, the human element of this, obviously, you know, I mean, you know, Arvell, this is automation chatbots are, any other artificial intelligence that, uh, you know, people get concerned that that's going to replace employees, put people out of work. Uh, the robots are taking over. What, what, <laughs> how, how do you respond to that? When, when people say that kind of stuff to you, there's definitely a truth to it. If the services that a human does can be replicated, you know, you think about ATMs and automate, you know, Walmart and stuff like that. So there's definitely a threat, you know, but, the way we always set it up, most companies, the bot is not going to do 100%. It's not going to replace. Yeah, so it's going to do 50% or 80%. Hopefully, it'll facilitate low-end things that don't take intelligence. It's going to replace 80% of that low-end work. And then when a human is ready, the bot can, you know, the, the, the bot can pass the lead to a real person. So there is a threat. And so, again, I, the people have to make sure that what they're doing is valuable. But, you know, I can't kind of I can't deny that. But there's I, I, don't, I don't see that happening anytime soon. But in the next coming years, it is it is possible if people if, if, if what the human does is simply follow a script that a bot can do. then yeah, I mean, there is a threat there. So would you recommend and do you often when you're kind of, you know, working with new clients? So is there a thought process of, of when a bot would be activated? So to your point, it doesn't replace the entire human interaction. So if it's a, mm-hmm. a lead generation and you work, you know, eight to five, you probably don't want to start qualifying leads at seven or eight at night without some kind of interaction to say, hey, someone will get back to you tomorrow unless you kind of have that always on ability to connect with a human. And same thing for service. If, if you don't have mm-hmm. someone who's available to take over the conversation or are those things that people should think about kind of before investing in this technology or, or in the way that they implement them? Ideally, there's definitely going to be Again, the people who think that they can't use any human effort at all is definitely not going to be a, a, a good situation. But like I've got clients that say we need a bot to help handle leads and we have no time. We have no human time. So the bot will end up leading them towards this, 
submit your information, fill out a form, it's not going to it's not going to bring on a live person in those situations. So, Arvel, what is what does all this cost? You know, if I was gonna, you know, and obviously you're not gonna, I'm not gonna hold, put a gun to your head or hold you to it, but yeah, you know, if we were gonna hire a firm like yours to to help us put a chatbot process on for our my company and for my website. You know, how, how do these things get paid for? What is the general cost for this? Yeah, I mean, there's two. You know, there's mainly two costs. There's the software, depending on what you need. If you're using SMS and you've got to get a system set up to that, or it's a website bot. If you need the IP address, I mean, the prices start there's some that start free where you just you know there's messenger bots that start free there's b2b bots that start around 500 a month and then they go up to say 2,000 2,500 per month just for the software um depending on the need depending on how many live reps right also need to be included in the uh, in the service so there's that and then the, the work that we do if you look for like in the chat bot there's like conversational marketing i don't know if you've heard of that that's like the, the buzzword you know think of like inbound marketing like hubspot invented that phrase maybe 10 years ago now there's conversational marketing so there's like conversational designers or conversational copywriters so there's a whole industry of, of people who, who are skilled at writing the copy and understanding how to communicate to leads. So there's their costs, which, again, I'd say it's almost like any other marketing service, um, which can cost you, you know, it doesn't have to cost more than a few thousand dollars to get started, just like building a website, you know. Well, this is great. Yeah. This is really great information, Arvel, and we appreciate it. Let me recap just some of the things that we've learned so that, you know, just to make sure that that our listeners can take away a few things, particularly if they don't know that much about uh, chatbots. I mean, chatbots, you told us, are it's just software that understands and communicates with, mm-hmm. with potential recipients on the other line. You know, um, you remind us that humans are spending more time, you know, doing messaging online than actually browsing. And chatbots mm-hmm. are there to, to take advantage of that, particularly when it comes to businesses. It allows more of that messaging and more chatting and more communication so that businesses can capture more opportunities. You told us that the chats themselves are, you know, Facebook is a big source of, of chatbots, uh, mainly because of how they open up their messenger uh, to have automation and, and more automatic responses. But now a lot of companies are doing it through emails, but primarily through their websites to initiate those chats, both for sales and customer service reasons. The chatbots themselves can be configured particularly yours, you know, if, if you're involved that depending on where, you know, a visitor is coming from and, you know, where they're located or maybe what company or whatever other identifying characteristics can be built into the algorithm and, and, and may, uh, you know, determine how a chat conversation goes, uh, which is, which is, you know, huge. And, and like you said, the cost themselves of the chatbots, like you said, it's a few thousand bucks to get started. So it's nothing that's, you know, hugely overwhelming, but of course, you know, it, the cost will vary depending on the number of users, uh, whether or not the, you know want to build in more, uh, you know, conversation into the chatbots mm-hmm. as well. So there's some development that's involved too. Um, but it's definitely something which in the affordable range of uh, most uh, most small businesses. Did I did I leave anything out? No, no, you you, you got it. I guess one of the only other things I would throw out there, especially for small businesses, is just to understand. Think about chatbots as qualifying leads as saving time like i've had people come to me who are just getting started and they realize that a chatbot doesn't drive traffic but some you know just i need to explain it you know some people think they really have to already have things in place and they're missing opportunities they're missing leads they're not responding fast enough that's 
a chatbot is like that 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 assistant that comes in to capture what's ha- what's already happening versus if you know if the business is just starting if they don't already have traffic and already have something happening they definitely don't need to consider automation or chatbots when they're starting that's just something I want to clarify that's great yeah Ravel I think that's yeah. a really great point to think about it as kind of that that last step in your your kind of initial funnel. So yeah, no, I think this was great. I think this is, is good insight on kind of how to use some new technology to help simplify your, your business process and and really appreciate you taking the time to to stay connected with us today. Yeah. Arvel, what's your what's your website again? Chatbotfunnels.me. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. And Arvel, where can people find you online? So is it just at the website? Do you have a social account or anything where people can follow to stay up to date on the newest chatbot trends? Yeah, they can definitely check out um one thing is how to build chatbots.com is a really simple kind of overview course I just created, which people can find in how to build chatbots.com. But then just my name, Arvel Craig, on pretty much everything from LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Those are the main ones I'm, you can find me at. But yeah, but mainly Arvel Craig is where you can find my content and my, my information on chatbots and conversational marketing and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think that's yeah. about it. So um, so thank you all for joining us today, and, and we'll see you on the next one. Arvel, thank you very much. And for everybody listening, thanks for joining us for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small biz trends, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead blog. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com. John, thank you. That was awesome. Arvel, that was awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you, and we'll see you all in our next episode. Take care.